I'm going to send you an advocate. That's what Jesus is telling the disciples. Jesus is telling the disciples that he's going to be leaving them. He's in the upper room on the night that he is going to be betrayed. And this is called the goodbye discourse, or the long discourse. And some people have been known to call it it's the long goodbye because it extends for many chapters. And Jesus is giving the disciples sort of a, a, their marching orders. When he says he's leaving them, you can imagine that they are upset. But he is sending someone, an advocate. And they have to wonder, just who is this advocate? And we know that it is the Holy Spirit. We think of an advocate as someone who walks beside us in life, who is there for us through good times and bad, that teaches us the things we need to know to live a productive and happy life. And on this Mother's Day, I think it's apropos that this should be the reading. Because for many of us, we have had mothers that have done those, that very same thing, walked behind us, beside us, and advocated for us. But as we well know, there are some who have not had that kind of a mom. And for them, this is a day that is filled with despair and sadness. The idea of what if, why not, why me? But let us focus on what we have. The interesting thing with mothers and children is the relationship can be so combative especially mothers and daughters. A woman was told by a visiting nurse that she had a son and a daughter. And when she played, uh, the when the radio was on in the car and she sang along, her daughter would say, stop it, I can't hear. But then when her son was in the car with her, she could sing as loud as she wanted and that he never said a word. She said she thought that sons were easier to raise in a lot of ways than daughters. And daughters also have found out that mothers can be very hurtful. They want to be kind, but sometimes they can't. And I remember an interview in 2006 that Deborah Tannen gave to Diane Rehm on her show on NPR. She was talking about her book, entitled, You're Wearing That. And Deborah Tannen tells the story of her mother having a debilitating stroke, and Deborah had gone to the hospital, and her mother was hooked up to all kinds of machines. There was oxygen flowing through her body. The machine to take her blood pressure and her pulse was beeping in the background. And she leaned down to listen to what her mother wanted to say to her, and the words she heard were, when are you going to get your hair cut? <laughs> so we all know those relationships with moms. I think of the Holy Spirit as being a woman, because as I said at 8 o'clock, 
you can't have three men. It just doesn't really make sense. And Elizabeth Johnson writes in her book, She Who Is, that the Holy Spirit is where you find women in the church, in the kitchen, in the hospitality committee, on the altar guild, the flower guild, all the places that we term as a society as women's work. She said that's the work of the Holy Spirit, the doers. Doesn't mean that men can't be doers. And it doesn't mean that men are not mothers. Because we certainly know, especially today, that there are a lot of men who take up the role of mom in a home. They're the ones that are nurturing and caring to their children. So getting back to the disciples, you can imagine they're feeling abandoned when Jesus says, I'm going to only be with you for a little longer. And what they would have wondered, this was the person they had been with for three years, that they had dropped everything for. He was the one that had loved them, cared for them, taught them, fed them. And now suddenly he tells them he's going away. The abandonment issues that those men had must have been insurmountable in a lot of ways. But that's when he says, I'm sending someone who will walk alongside you, who will be inside you. It's almost as like a bird pushing her flock out of the nest. You don't need me anymore. You need me in a different way. Just as people say to their children or the children they care for, or even their friends. You don't need me in the same way. You're able to cope on your own. And I've ta taught you everything you need to know so that you can carry on when I am no longer here. Hard words for the disciples to hear. Hard words for us to hear when we are told Go, go, be yourself, be who you're supposed to be. That's what Mother's Day is all about. It's about allowing us to flourish, not only as children, but as parents, friends, colleagues. Those are the things that keep us going through life. Those are the very relationships that sometimes take the place of mothers for a variety of reasons. And as I said at the beginning, those of us who have moms that are there, congratulations, you are very fortunate. It's not easy being a parent. It's not easy being a mom. As I said at the beginning with the story of Deborah Tannen, and the woman in the car. Mo mothers love their children so fiercely in their own way. It can seem at times to be stifling and unhelpful. And sometimes it feels as if Jesus can be unhelpful when he says, you can do this. You don't need me standing over you. He calls us to be independent to come in and come out, to go out and come in, to be able to
to be ourselves, but also to know that there is a safe place for us to come back to. He never leaves us, just as the Holy Spirit never leaves us. And we, begin, we get to have independence and think for ourselves as Christians and followers of the risen Christ. Sometimes it feels as if we're stumbling along in the dark. And sometimes it feels like we have that hand holding ours and walking along next to us, beside us, advocating for us, loving us. So on this Mother's Day, know that you have an advocate in the Holy Spirit, and she is standing beside you. Amen.